2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Welcome to another episode of Get the Entanglements That We Want to See. You know, I'm talking Beyonce, Rihanna, Jay Z. I'm talking the original, iconic entanglement that is Whitney Houston, Bobby, Bobby Brown, and Baby Girl um, Robin Crawford. Those those are some good entanglements. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Get the Belt. I am your host, Miles. Uh, for those of you who checked my Instagram yesterday, uh, you would have seen that I was meant to have been joined by a guest um, by the name of Kane Hoad. Currently holds the title of Mr. Gate England. He may hold that title for you, man, but for me, he holds the title. Of Mr. Pussy Clark, point blank period. Mr. Pussy Clark, yeah, that's that's the title he holds for me. Not Mr. Gay England. Mr. Gay Pussy Clark. That's that doesn't know how to do timekeeping or know how to do communication. But we'll get into that later on because I did have a belt already lined up. But my guy, my nigga, you gave me a new belt to give uh, And I'll give that at the end of this episode So let's jump right into this week's word of the week Bring in the choir So this week's word of the week is Take inventory of your baggage I need everyone to take inventory of your ban of your baggage. Now, this is speaking about not your actual baggage, like obviously I'm being spiritual here, guys. I'm talking about the baggage that you have in your life, be it pain from um you know social media, like we're going through a lot. I'm like I'm trying to keep away from Instagram and stuff like that because literally my timeline is flooded with triggers like um, yes, I'm here for the Black Lives Matter movement and I'm here for calling out people. I've did it just now and I'ma do it the, again. But like I'm here for calling out all of this like fuckeries. However, when the it's a constant myriad of just bullshit, it's that it's depressing, like it really is. So I'm talking about that kind of baggage that you're that you're holding on to every day. The pain from social media, it could be from family, it could be from your entanglements. It could be guilt. It could be feelings. Any feeling, um, good feelings as well. Take inventory of the joy that you're getting from people, from your entanglements. <laughs> take take inventory of your pleasure, like of your excitement. I need you to analyze all of it, and I need to. I need you to also now start. Uh, take an inventory of the possessions you have and the people you have because they are also baggage they're things that you're carrying around even though you might have a best friend you might have a, a friend uh and like i said a relationship be it intimate entanglement wherever you want to call it yeah even if you were not with them that connection that you have to them you take and you hold like baggage so take all of those feelings and i want you to really break it down especially the ones that are paying you Not paying you. The ones that are really giving you stress and duress. And the ones that are making you kiss your teeth. Like the way I kiss my teeth when I go to one of my white friend's house and they don't season their food. Take inventory of that. And now remember, when you go on a plane and you go on a journey, you get charged for access baggage. Yeah, You get charged for that shit. Money. In this life, in time, currency, currency isn't a thing you can get back. Like once it's gone, it's gone, like it's done. So you're being charged something that you can't get a refund on. You can't get a refund on time. Uh, You're being charged with wrinkles. Anti-wrinkle cream, especially for those on the whiter side of things, is very expensive. Not just because it's more expensive because you're whiter, but because obviously, you know... As much as I'm proud of my heritage, we all know that the lighter you are, the more inclined you are for that shit to crack. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got to drink extra amount of water. you got to really hydrate and do the serums at night and the masks and shit. So remember, all of these effects that it has on you, it can cause you fucking stress kills. Let's face it, stress kills. It doesn't help the body. There's many documentaries on it. So I really need you to take inventory of the baggage that you have and ask yourself, do I want to pay extra for this? Is it really worth me taking on my trip? Is it aiding me? Is it helping me to prosper? Is it helping me out? Is it worth it? Because don't get me wrong, some of the things are going to be stress. Not all stress is bad stress. May I add this? Because you go to the gym and you're training your pecs. You're training your biceps for my for my bottoms and my girls out there. You're training that booty. You want it to be nice and round for summer 2022 because you, Lord knows this summer, done. But you train training it And to get the good things To get the nice things Yeah You have to put that muscle Under stress So remember Not all stress is bad stress But you've got to remember What is the outcome Of this stress Is it aligned with you Is it aligned with your Higher purpose Is it aligned with the things That you want to achieve Is it Is it Is it for you um, If the answer to All of those things Is no OT Genesis honey You need to Finish the line You need to Is there anyone on the live? Because I'm Instagramming live this one OT Genesis If that baggage is not serving your purpose You need to what? Cut it That's right Cut it Because otherwise you're paying for what? Because the bags don't pay for themselves Hey! The bags don't pay for themselves Okay You are paying for it We are paying for it and I learned this week, uh-uh, no, no more, no more I'm not paying for that shit So I'll dash it way, dash it way. If it's not serving your pur- your purpose, your happiness, your well-being, your finances Your, your steps to, uh, towards progress If the baggage that you have, the people, the emotions, the jobs, the relationships, all of that If it's not serving you Get rid of it. You need to cut it, OT Genesis, okay? So this week's word of the week for everyone, including myself, is to take inventory of your baggage. Can I get an Amen? Oh, Hallelujah. Ah, so this week was um. A good week for me. I would like to thank everyone for tuning into this live and also tuning into this episode that is dropping. uh, To welcome all of the new listeners. If you don't know, um, my name is Miles. I am the founder and host of Get the Belt Podcast. Um, I'm here to give you nice things every single week, to talk the tea, to talk the things that are happening in these streets, um, to put melanin magnificence on a platform. And to drag motherfuckers that need to be dragged for trying us, you know, be it corporations, be it uh, people them in my my personal life, um, or be it people in the media just moving mad. Uh, Generally, it's to do with people moving racist, like I like to call out those motherfuckers. Other times, it's just people, period, that are just trying it, and that needs to be called out. Um, I always invite my lovely listeners. You know how people have names for their fans? I wonder if Get the Belt could have a name for the listeners. I've never thought about that. I'll put that to you guys. Give me ideas. Because me, I don't know. But anyway, um, I... Yeah, I always invite my listeners of the show to chip in. Like, I like to hear what you guys have to say. I like to know if you have a melanin magnificence to give to someone, shout them out. Send the podcast an email. If you have a belt to give, if there's if there's someone, if you have a Karen in your workplace that is pissing you off and you maybe can't afford therapy or you can't afford to cuss her the fuck out because you'll get fired and everyone needs their jobs, especially in this pandemic, because who's hiring like that? Okay, so feel free to write in with your with your word, even if you want to give me a word of the week. Not every day can I come and do pas- pasta, do you get it? But yeah, email the show at contact at com and put someone black or brown on, on put them on, on Melanin Magnificence and give us a good detailed, please be detailed. Because I sometimes get emails from you, man, and they're really vague. It's like, oh yeah, can um, I nominate? They won't even be like, hey, or hello. It's just, they send the email like, like, like his WhatsApp. And like, we've been talking, like, I know who they are. And it's like, I nominate Keisha Ofume for being like a really good sister because she's great. And I'm like, okay, hon, like, last week's in Magnificence was someone by the name of Oje, uh, who was on the news for doing something incredible with his fitness. Um, he was acknowledged by Beyonce on her internet um, for giving out packages, for showing perseverance in a pandemic, for, for like, there was details behind it. So please, if you're going to come and send the podcast an email... G- g- use your words like it would be great so then I can read it everyone understands I understand you man understand and we're all good otherwise it just gets ignored and if I haven't read out your email that's probably why so feel free to send it again um and yeah in the subject just write what it's going to be so melanin magnificence uh get the bell or word of the week that'd be great but um yeah my week has been good um I'm very very glad to have um this second episode out, you know. Um it's I've had some trials and tribulations getting this one out, as as you may have seen, we were meant to be talking about open relationships and stuff like that. And the the little pussy clerk decided he wasn't gonna turn up, so really good. Um but yeah, so it's just gonna be me talking about open relationships and such. So unfortunately the questions you guys thank you so much for sending in the questions um I'll, I'll I'll answer them in my opinion but hopefully in the future we can get someone else on to help discuss um or help have this conversation a much needed conversation around uh, open relationships uh poly polygamy and monogamy and stuff like that so we can have a more nuanced more um rich conversation rather than it just being me because I don't know shit about and I've got a few experiences but not too many but we'll get into that we will get into that so um yeah but otherwise than that my week has been great I'm just very very thankful to everyone that um helped support that Episode from last week. It meant a lot to me. um, Coming back, being back, doing what I love, having you here, and the support I received online was absolutely fucking incredible. So big up yourselves. Thank you. It it means so so much to me. Every little message I get, I love the ones that are in public because I always get a bit. I'm anxious. I'm an anxious guy. In it, I'm a Scorpio. I'm sensitive. I get really. If you cannot praise me in, in in the light, then I don't understand what you're hiding. Straight away, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I always feel come. I always feel some kind of way when someone can give me props in private, but not in in public. I'm like, what what are you hiding? Like, why why can you not come and give me joy like in public? But regardless, all the messages were heartfelt. I love you. You're all you're you're all amazing. Right, so let's get into the episode with Melanin Magnificence. So this week's Melanin Magnificence goes to a man by the name of Malone Macwende. Now, I don't know if you've seen it just yet, but um, he has been in the news as well. He's a young British um, black student and... In his second year at St George's University of London, uh, he's studying something in the medical field, uh, and he has re- he's been in the news for writing a book. He went out of his own way, you know, in in his court. Sorry again, like obviously the studio's are sat down, shut down. So I'm having to record from home. So all of these sirens and things you can hear. We move, we move. We cannot let we cannot let the devil come and stop our progress, because the devil is mad that we are winning. I mean, we cannot allow him to win. Hey. Anyway, so he went out of his own way to create uh, and curate a handbook uh, that by the name of Mind the Gap, that is called Mind the Gap. And he created this as a guidance for other healthcare professionals to show how conditions manifest and are displayed on black and brown people. Because let's face it, The whole healthcare system, especially in the UK, is ridden with racism. A narrative that erases black women, black men, black people then. So why they would include us in the little pictures when you're studying is a reach to ask for, which is why we're asking you to change that shit. So um, he created a book uh, that has this Um, And one of the factors to this was he was actually uh, reading up on a disease. Let me quickly just get it up. He was reading up on a disease while studying called, uh, how do I come and say this? I'm going to butcher the name. Called Kawasaki disease. Now, Kawasaki disease, for those that are joining me on the Instagram live, I'm going to turn around the camera And let you see it. So this is the disease on a white person's skin, yeah? This is the disease on a white person's skin. On a black person's skin? Okay, you see. It's not as visible. Nowhere near. So because of our lack of um, acknowledgement of existence in the healthcare services, it often results in a misdiagnosis that can lead to death. It can lead to severe problems, long, long life um, conditions um, that don't ever get. Sorry, guys. This is what happens when you live in the. In the ghetto. (laughs) We'll just let that pass. Thank God for editing. I'll edit some of that out in the actual episode. So, yeah, he created uh, this book to help help not to help the the new wave of um care professionals be able to just look after us as well because you know we actually do pay our taxes we pay our taxes we pay our bills and we deserve to get the same health care treatment and this have the same health security as our white counterparts even though many people think that this is obviously not the case um He went on to say that Mind the Gap is a handbook of clinical signs in black and brown skin. Its aim is to teach medical students and other health professionals about the importance of recognizing how some conditions can present differently in darker skins. He goes on to say that on arrival at medical school, I noticed a lack of teaching about darker skin. We were often taught to look for symptoms such as rashes in a way that I knew wouldn't appear on my own skin. In another statement, he added, the booklet addresses many issues that have been further exasper- exas- exacrate- exacerbated during the COVID-19 pandemic, such as families being asked if potential COVID patients are pale or if their lips turn blue. <laughs> more, how are you going to tell if my lips go blue? Mine may be small, small, even though I don't even really go red too much. I get a vein in my forehead, but even then, I don't really feel like even with my my light skin like i'm not even dark like that like if me on my light skin you cannot see blue lips then do you get like then who are you really catering for if not whites remember back in the day in well not our time but back in the day they used to have signs that would say whites only oh my you might as well put that in the doctor's surgery as well because you're not diagnosing us do you get it so i want to just big up to my man uh for creating this book uh mr malone uh congratulations and thank you again for creating it. another change that is unfortunately needed this at, at 2020 in our systems like wow only now you're you're understanding that black and brown skin has differences, and that maybe a rash on a white person's skin won't show on a on a black person's skin. No one, for the past, however many hundreds of years, have thought. Mm. Maybe we should include that, you know, cuz they're not they're not slaves anymore. So, maybe we should consider their health care. You know, they have been paying taxes for like 50 years now. They've even been contributing to their own um the repayment of the slaves. Like they've been contributing to that. So, maybe we should at least start to diagnose their problems. Wow, can you imagine? But yeah, I just wanted to give melanin magnificence to that young man in his second year, in his second year going above and beyond to create, to create, in his second year of studying, he is creating books for the rest of you to study. (laughs) Can you imagine? So Malone Mukwende, you are this year's melanin, this year's, wow, you are this week's melanin magnificence. So next up it's time for Miles Measures. Right, so let's start off by saying RIP. I'd like to so there's two people. It's been it's been a heavy week. It has been another heavy week in this lockdown here. Um I would like to give um my condolences to the family of Nicole Thea. Uh she was a YouTuber. Who unfortunately passed away whilst eight months pregnant with her um, unborn son. Uh, the family have asked that they respect their privacy. They've yet to put out the cause of death. I think it's been confirmed that it's no foul play. We don't know whether it was in. Uh, we don't know. We don't know why. And to be honest, like at the beginning, I thought. I thought my. I find myself saying, "What? Why?" Why can't they just come and tell us why she's died? Like, what was it? What was it? And then I, I had to come and check myself. And that's one thing I'm always here about, like really checking yourself and thinking about why do I, why do I, I'd never even met the girl. Why do I feel entitled to find out the way her and her son died? Why should I know this? I feel like we've become way too accustomed to being able to know the ins and outs of everyone's lives, whether we know them or not, to find out the even the details into their death, like when I die, I don't want no one to know. How it was Except for the people that are close to me I don't know about you guys But like I don't I don't need people to know The ins and outs of how I died So yeah I checked myself on that um and if you have checked yourself on that as well then good look at us all doing growth together um but yeah i just wanted to give my condolences to the family uh, apparently she was doing so well i've seen people even uh tweeting and messaging and instagram instagramming about her all the way in the states as well because i know she was a british a british uh, blogger and her impact has obviously been that great that worldwide you know she's been in the news um regarding her unfortunate passing so My love and condolences goes out to those that know her because I know a few of my friends knew her personally. So yeah, it's really, really sad. Um, Leading off of that, like one of the threads that I did see um, regarding um, Nicole was that obviously she was pregnant. She was eight months pregnant. Um, And tying into our melanin magnificence as well um, in, in, in the healthcare system that we have here, it's not uncommon that black women are disproportionately dying when it comes to health in general, but specifically in childbirth, during pregnancy, and even post-pregnancy, which I think is mad. Now, there was a study two years ago um, where it showed that this was at 2%, that black women are 2% more likely to die um, from... From childbirth and post-childbirth, unfortunately, that number has risen to five percent in twenty twenty, which is fucking crazy. You know, um, I saw this on a, a thread that was going on my on my socials, uh, and after doing my 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 digging, I found it was from a, a charity or a group called Five Times More. And on Instagram, that is five, not the number, the letters F-I-V-E-X more, five times more underscore. Um, And they've just got a a movement that they are that they are using social media and other platforms to bring light to this, to get things changed. Because um, one of the things I learned whilst on their page is that reports of differences between maternal mortality rates of black women in the UK have been apparent since as early as 1991 now that's the year i was born so our system has been knowing that black women are dying for 28 years they they've known for long that black women are disproportionately dying um they they know that they're disproportionately dying and uh nothing has been done to change that that disparity like nothing has been done um I read from the Instagram that since 1952, the Department of Health in the UK compiles an annual report into maternal mortality and why mothers die called the Confidential Inquiry into Maternal Deaths. Its name is now... Involved over the years. But from looking into the existing reports that date back as far as 1991, we can see that it states that the risk of maternal death may be higher in black women. However, at the time, there was not specific data collected prehistorically, so it was unable to give exact figures. In the 1998 report, we see that black women were three times likely to die during pregnancy and after childbirth. And in 2018 and in 2019, that figure sadly rose to five times more likely. So I got my facts wrong. So it was three times. Uh, that is mad. That's fucking wild. So um at the minute, to bring more awareness to this, etc., uh women, uh, I think it's women only. I'm not too sure yet. Um, But are posting selfies of just them with their hands up, with the palm saying five, with the hashtag 5x more selfie to help bring awareness to this. Um, There is a petition. They're currently on 42,000 signatures. The petition is all in their their description. I'll put it in the description below for this episode. Um, And they're confident that they can get it to 100,000. I've signed it. Please share it. And let's try and bring awareness to this by speaking up, find an advocate for you. Um, and just, yeah, try and let's try and do more. Message your MP about it. Do You get it. Uh, the second death that we had, unfortunately, this week uh, was that of the Glee star. Um, uh, famous uh, Naya Rivera, who is famous for playing Santana Lopez on Glee. Uh, she was thirty-two years old, and reports went out earlier this week on social media that she was found. Well, she was missing, and her son was found by himself on a boat on the on her Instagram earlier on that day. I think she'd posted a picture of her and her son, like just in, just doing nice things, enjoying. And unfortunately, I think it was after two days of um, searching the in California, the police have since discovered the body and confirmed that it was in fact um, Naya Rivera. And yeah, so I know that she's a fake. I didn't really watch Glee too much. Like I saw like a few episodes, but I know and I've seen from my social media that that, that character, I think she was a lesbian or she was bi. And she's taught many, many other girls and probably boys and non-binaries uh, how to discover themselves, how to be open about it and how to communicate that. So she, she in her acting career, um, helped many, many, many people from the lgbtq plus community like navigate that and you know i think from what i've seen online that she was just a sweet sweet girl like just enjoying life enjoying the boats enjoying her friends valued life was a great mother and um i saw that the cast of glee went to the river where she was actually found and they were all holding hands and paying a tribute to her and a lot lots of people in hollywood have been paying tribute to her as well so rop to those women um it's such a shame. Uh, my thoughts and prayers go with you. On to a more positive note, uh, Thailand. Thailand uh, is set to legalize same-sex civil partnership. Civil civil partnership, sorry. And it is actually going to be the first in Southeast Asia, and potentially the second country in the whole of Asia to do this. This is if this bill gets accepted by parliament so it's gone through the first stages and it's fit to be approved by parliament this is a huge step for Asia can you imagine have you seen Asia on the map I want you to get out your your dusty Android (laughs) or get out your iPhone and look at Google Maps or look at um, Apple Maps or your whatever maps you use look how big Asia is like Asia is fucking huge and for it to only be the second country to almost have approved gay marriage is incredible. Yes, it's a step in the right direction. However, I have read, um, I was reading on the Gay Times and the New York uh, Times, that a few uh, activists, LGBTQ plus activists in Asia, are actually not calling it a step in the right direction. They're actually saying it's a bit of a backhanded slap because they have gone out of their way to actively not call it marriage. And they're saying, well, fam, if you're going to... Well, they're not saying fam because obviously... Asia but they're like if you're not gonna call it this like we're out here fighting for equality in it we are out here fighting just to be treated like everyone else so we want marriage why are you gonna further like marginalize us and discriminate us against everyone else by calling our marriage something else like why can we not just have what everyone else is having why can we not just do the same as everyone else? Like we're fighting for equality. We are not fighting to be different. It's just like the Black Lives Matter movement. Everyone's like, oh, you want to be better, black power, blah, blah, blah. No, we're actually fighting to be to be equal. And the same goes for over there. So I mean, yeah, Pauline. There's a a lady called Pauline who is trans and she actually ran for Prime Minister last year. Uh, said that the foundation of the same-sex union law draft isn't based on equality, but it's better than nothing. This is not a fight that can be finished in our generation. And I agree with that. I really do agree with that, which is why I feel like especially with in 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 regards to many different activists and many different movements that are happening now to to try and bring equality to this world whether it's in the lgbtq world the um in the black world um in whatever world unfortunately not unfortunately but fortunately i feel like i'm in i'm at many of these intersections where i belong to lots of different groups so a lot of these things do impact me a lot but um it is. We need to really understand that these fights that we're fighting today, uh, like Pauline said, they're probably not going to fix. Almost, almost. I know indefinitely that they're not going to be fixed. Or repaired in our lifetime so for every little bit of fight that we do get knowing that it's not even going to be solved now is more ammunition really for me to fight because it's like raw how many more generations of uh, of my people my black people my lgbtq people my whoever people are going to have to suffer what our ancestors have suffered and what our, what we are suffering now um which is why it's so important to you know continue the fight continue to sign the petitions If you can go to a march Go to a march um, Read about things And write to your MPs And do the bits But um, regardless of it Not necessarily being named As a marriage And being called the civil partnership It does mean um, That for the first time uh, It will allow same-sex couples To the right to jointly own property To adopt children uh, And to be able to pass on inheritances Which I feel is mad They're only just getting to that stage now But it's a foot in the right direction So congratulations uh, to Thailand on that What else has happened uh, this week? <sighs> <laughs> well <laughs> Well we don't know really what July is going to bring The rest of July is going to bring Or how it's going to Fuck us up With Covid and Karens etc But we know who August has been fucking (laughs) 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 Ah shit So this Jada Smith And Will Smith Shenanigans which is what I was going to be interviewing uh that dickhead, uh Kane Hoard, about but you know he decided to go madeline McCann and not not send me an an apology but anyway well I'll save that for my get the belt segment so I touched on it briefly last week so we've had Kane, we've had Kane, no, we've had um uh Jada Smith and will Smith sit down now to finally you know respond to the in the allegations but what our good bro august had said regarding his relationship being um that of a romantic and a very very deep loving relationship i want to stress that um that he had with jada smith in this interview that he had with um hot 97s oh my god what's her name angela Yee. he said it, the whole interview was about an hour and i've still yet to watch the whole of it however in the interview that he had with her for like 10 or 15 minutes they concentrated on the jada uh, pinkett smith situationship and i like i said in last week's episode i episode i do not feel like he was talking from a um gossipy a malicious way he seemed very very heartfelt it seemed very genuine like i said um and he even went to the extreme to say you know i if i was to die today i would be happy that i gave my whole self to this woman like i loved her so much like so much will gave me permission because you know they weren't like together at the time they were married But they weren't together at the time Obviously now we've had Jada And Will Smith come and sit down At that red table talk And uh, you know it's, it's trending right now Entanglement you know Jada referred to her To the relationship that my guy August Really felt so deeply about that My man could come Hey he could come and die today And be happy that it meant so much to him. He really was, again, like I refer back to the word of the week. He was carrying that like baggage. Like this is. And for him it was good, but it caused him pain. Lots of pain. But we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Michael Jada referred it referred to it as an entanglement, bitch. As a fucking entanglement. Bitch, compared it to tangles in, in her weave. That just needed brushing out Nothing Just an entanglement Even Will Smith was like A what? She said you know An an entanglement (laughs) An entanglement Can you imagine You are ready to die For a woman You're ready to die He said I'm ready to die And go to hell And she's just like Or not hell To heaven or wherever you're going to go Yeah I don't know where he's going to go I don't know August like that But you're ready to die today And you'd be good And feel okay That you've done what you've done And my girl Who you are affiliating This deep love and connection to Is equating your love To an entanglement Entangled Let the sirens go That's what happens When you live in the ghetto In the ghetto I mean, right, so obviously I don't have a guest to talk about open relationships and things of that matter But I do want to say, originally I was going to have a discussion about monogamy, uh, polyamory and things of that nature Because it's been rumoured that Will and Jada have been doing other things They've been doing other things whilst in a marriage They've been having their entanglements As Jada wants to know Now This is a bit ironic Because you know I had a guest Who's been having his own entanglements And it just seems like a common thread to me That when these people in open relationships Want to talk about how open they are? How open their legs is for so many people? Or how how open their heart is for so many people? But when it really comes down to it, and they 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 asked to sat down at a red table or in front of, of the mic, all of a sudden they closed. <laughs> Will and Jada were doing fucking. Olympic gymnastics around saying the words, you know, I, 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 I fucked that man or I slept with that man or, you know, he, he beat this pussy up or the, we was together or I, I, or, or I cheated or I had an affair because let's not forget it. Them motherfuckers, they're, they're married. They're married. So I get, have an open relationship. If, 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 if you, or, or when you're in an open relationship and you just boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever you are, Open relationship, you're fucking whatever But when you're married, like the term for stepping out of a marriage No matter how your head or heart operates When you now go and put your genitals into someone else's and (laughs) That's called an affair, am I right? That's adultery, am I right? I don't know Even if you're both okay with it, and like you messaging like, "Oh yeah, will I'm just about to get this this good dick from this twenty three year old," Uh, I'll be home later. Put my plate of food in the oven, and he's like, "Okay, babes, use protection." That's still adultery because you are now sleeping outside of your marital bed. Anyway, like I said, I don't really have a, a, a much experience. The only experience I have with open relationships is um, I nearly got into one with someone. Not on like not that I was going to have, but they were married at the time, and their husband knew they were that they was in open marriage. I, however, didn't feel comfortable with it, and uh, we did spend time. We did spend time, and we did meals, and we spent time. But I never once... <laughs> I don't know whether it's because I'm too saved, sanctified. Maybe I'm too, I'm too much of a pussy. I don't know. But me, I'm a, a monogamous nigger at heart, do you get? So I felt a way to be doing the real unmarried, you know? Like I couldn't bring myself to it. Jada, on the other hand, and Will... Because we know we'll be out here sleeping with bitches and men Let's start there Okay Let's start there And I don't really blame Like what I want to say is I am not mad I want to make this clear I am not shaming anyone's line of thought on how they operate I'm not shaming Jada or Will for that I'm not at all I don't understand it It's not my ministry <clears throat> Get your life for all I'm concerned Go and do nice things With all the dicks And all the puss And all the ass That you want to As long as you ain't hurt No one's feelings My problem is One The choreography They were doing with words At that red table talk Instead of To avoid using Certain vernacular Certain lexicons Certain words Words such as cheating Words such as had sex Words such as affair You know, words such as I know we were married the, That kind of choreography, choreography I'm not here for I'm here for a good choreography A little Duddy wine, a little drop it down, pick it back up You'll see me doing it when the clubs is open again Maybe a couple weeks, months after the, couple, the clubs are open You'll see me doing it But for now, that's not the kind of, kind of choreography I want to see Jada Jada, girl, it's all a laugh and a joke when we think about entanglements, like it's funny, but that man was, he felt what he was saying, it wasn't just an entanglement for him, it was some serious fucking shit That nigga was ready to die, that pussy must have been so, that vibranium pussy that just went over him, just had him like, mum, I'm ready to die for you Okay. now I just don't like the way she skirted around just saying, you know, sorry, like I cheated on my husband. I stepped outside of my marriage. She she really played it down to just entanglement. Laughing and joking aside, I think that's a bit mad. I think that she and Will are very good at using these words, these these therapeutic words, these bougie fucking words, all of this healing and all of this. And they're good at using those words and putting it in front to kind of... To act as a mask that deflects any kind of pain that she caused him Or causes people Or to avoid stating facts like Bitch, I cheated on my husband He knew and was cool with it Because we were separated And I don't know about anyone else that has listened to this podcast But have you guys seen August's pictures? The ones where you can see his dick print I'll wait Cause see that siren that you can hear in the background? That's the siren that 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 fucking Jada would have probably had to call because that was some big meat he was packing. She would have needed some serious work on her vagina. Actually, come to think of it, didn't Jada actually get a new vagina? She did. She said it on a red table talk. She 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 had to get a new fuck, a new fucking vagina. She was like, um, you know the one where they they make the punani tight again and they just do and it's just brand new. Baby vagina. Like virgin. Again. So I understand why she went to August, you know. But otherwise, no, 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 no. Come back, come back, come back, Mars. I let me digress. The other issue, because it's more, not the issue, but the other topic. I feel like this whole situation is way more than just entanglements and open relationships and stuff like that. Like I said, I can't really comment on it because I want the conversation we have on this show to be backed. By different people that have different beliefs I don't want it to just be me being like I don't get it, I don't understand Oh my god do. I don't want it to be that case um, However, one thing I can comment on Is the fact that when Jada At her big age of 43 years old Of years young, wherever When she met August A good rapper A well-known rapper at the time At the young, small, small age of 23 Through her son yeah Imagine Meeting her child's friend She met him At a time of need I love you too Felicia Sorry I'm seeing the comments But you know I'm getting into this I love you too guys I love you Come on Ada Yes nice things Not even not, Yeah Anyway When she When she welcomed him Into her family home Before she welcomed in, him Into her nani <laughs> It was very Known to the world That he was in a bad place He was feeling He'd lost family members He was sick Mentally Physically uh, Which actually prevented him from Releasing new music He was very bad And she took it under She took it She took him Under her wings And then in between Okay I want to speak about that Now 23 is a legal age It is a legal age You're paying your bills You know, you're doing the thing you work working You can go to prison Like, you know 23, you, you, you're grown But 23 in comparison to a 43 That's 20 years difference And I think August was older than her son Jaden As well, I'd like to add I would like to think that at 43 One of your children's friends comes to you and is vulnerable broken in need of help in need of therapy and whatnot and I know that she said that Will Smith and they helped pay for therapy and stuff like that and my guy probably had enough money to do the same himself so I'm I'm not saying that he was completely like oh like he's this 12 year old boy that don't know about shit ain't got no money or resources to things he did he did but it does not take away the fact that Jada was 43 years old and was welcoming her young one of her younger one of her young child's friends into her own into her home acknowledging that he was in a bad place vulnerable i want to know what the steps she took to hop jump and land on that nigga dick something about that doesn't sit well with me i don't know about you guys like i said from the pictures that he posted the dick looks big you know them skinny boys, they dick. Generally speaking, I'm not going to generalize the whole of you and say it's, it's fact. But often it's known for a skinny nigga, they got a big, a big trunk. So, I know why she did it, but it doesn't make it wrong. Right, it makes it, it's still just as fucked. Still just as fucked, so I would like to know the steps that she took to get there. I would also I'm also thinking now the 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 willow and and Jaden, what did they think? Because they obviously knew their friend before their mum got to know him really well and will like they did they know? You know when 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 Jaden would be like, "Yo, August, come round. Like we we finna go out and play some. Po- we're gonna go in the pool, and then we're gonna go inside and play on the on the on the Xbox." What were they thinking? What was going through their heads when he went upstairs with mum, with Mama Jade, with mama Jaden, with Mama Jada? Sorry, what do they think was going on? You know. Because it's not like they were hiding it I remember seeing them two on red carpets Taking pictures All close And that They weren't hiding it from no one They weren't speaking about it But they definitely weren't hiding it from anyone And Will Smith you know He has said that he didn't give permission, but they both made it very, very clear in that Red Table talk that they came together and said, "Okay, we are pissing each other off. We're pissing each other off. We can't find happiness. Go and make yourself happy. They both came to an agreement that they were going to go and make themselves happy. Will did it in his way, but, you know, it's all allegations, allegations, um, to which no one is really speaking up about it. However, Jada, unfortunately, it's the, the, the... The house has fallen on top of your head this time And it's August that has come up to say Yep, this happened, she's denying it I don't think it's... I want to know, you know What was Will's take on This entanglement? Did he watch? When they were getting it in Did he sit and watch them? Was he touching himself? Was he getting involved? Was it all behind closed doors? Was it... Because he didn't look shocked that they had this relationship. It was just the whole thing was a bit questionable. Because I need I need us to remember that they're both actors. Uh huh. They are used to be in front of screens and being in front of cameras and acting. So even this whole talk and this setup is a bit, uh, you know. But yeah, I think personally, I don't want to call Jada a sexual predator because she was bro- she admitted she was broken at the time. She sounded like she was broken. You know, her husband weren't hitting it right. He weren't making her feel good. Um, I heard as well on uh, an interview she actually didn't want to get married at the beginning. You know, let's not forget she likes thugs. she likes thugs. She was she was messing with Tupac at one point. She likes them hood, dangerous, like risky, like ugh. like the character that she was playing in um in um oh my god oh my god what's the film with with in with uh with queen latifah and and then them oh shit you guys know what i'm talking about if any of you guys in the comments know the 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 film let me know um but she played a girl that liked it rough like the the danger and all of that and will smith ain't really like i know he says he's from philly and blah 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 but phil will smith has never really given me bad boys despite being in a in a film a whole franchise like he's never really given me that august on the other hand tupac anyway um i just wanted to you know get your opinion on that like i think yes entanglement low it's cute it's funny um girl's trip Yes, someone said Girl's Trip. Even her character in Girl's Trip, she's a bit wild there. But what's the other film from the 90s? The film from the 90s with Queen Latifah. And oh, Set It Off. There you go. Set It Off. In Set It Off and Girl's Trip. You know, these are the kind of characters that she's playing. So I really see beyond you, Jada, when you come to the to Red Table Talk with your Mrs. Doubtfire vibe and your healing, healing, spiritual, cut the bullshit cut it again cut it but yeah i wouldn't i just think there's a, a bigger conversation other than just monogamy it's a very valid one monogamy polyamory open relationships like said, so we're going to have that um in in the near future when i can get a guest a reliable guest to come on but otherwise it is very much mm, it, it, it is what she did when she was you know healing him she said she needed to heal him i don't know how you you healed this guy that was 20 years younger than you by putting your vagina around his cock babe so many times because it actually left him quite fucked up it left him continuing to be sick for so long you know she even said they haven't spoken for years since then so I feel like there's another question that can branch off into yeah open relationships whatever, whatever whatever but otherwise I do feel like there is a case here of a young black boy who didn't have family around him who was in a bad place who was vulnerable who was mentally being physically sick and went to another household where they're all liberal and free and do blah blah, blah, blah you want to do and unfortunately ended up getting his heart broken um and then da- years down the line when he's finally come out to speak about it has been d- shut down by them which I can only imagine for him is a bit like eh, because he like I said before he never came at it with like anger or a gossipy vibe it it was very much yo this is my experience it was deep and you know this is what I want to share with you guys and it's kind of been shut down and they even called him out to be like rah it's been four years since this happened why are you bringing it up now you none of you Will Smith or Jada have a fucking they have the goal to say why bring it up now it doesn't matter when you bring it up it really doesn't matter now it, like if you've hurt someone's feelings, and especially if there's like that that big age gap, and like you know you were vulnerable and you felt taken advantage of or whatever, or regardless, if someone hurts your feelings, you want to call them out, call them out whenever, whether it's in, whether it's that day, the next week, two years time, when you're when you feel ready to and you feel safe to, then do it. <laughs> Not at your convenience. Ah, no. Also, while I round this off, I just want to think. Imagine if it, the roles were reversed. And it was a black man, at fifty-three, a uh, forty-three, sorry, who ended up getting into an entanglement with a twenty-three-year-old young girl, young black girl, who was vulnerable, sick, didn't have family around. I wonder how that would play in the media. Interesting. It's that time
2: of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves.
1: Well, uh, unfortunately, we didn't have our guest Kane come in, uh, runner up, Mr. Gay England or wherever, and first place, nonsensical donkey. Didn't come to discuss being in open relationships, which is a shame. You know, I really wanted to have a conversation where we could all learn about that, uh, answer your questions. I will look at getting another guest on to have that conversation because I think it's a needed conversation. So if you know anyone that's open, (laughs) how ironic, who's open to talk about it, send them to the the podcast's Instagram or send them an email or whatever and we can hopefully make this conversation happen where we can normalise these kind of relationships and lifestyles and have a conversation around it. But that is all for Miles Measures this week. So it's time for get the belt. If, if you didn't already know, my belt goes out this week to Kane Hoed. Let's drop the D. Kane Ho, yes you. Mister. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with his lifestyle. It's just cause he's being a hoe by fucking let me down. My my belt goes out to him and anyone else like him that doesn't value someone's time. Or respect someone else's time Who doesn't have backbone to say Actually I'm not going to make it Or I'm not I'm not going to do this Like be it in your professional life Be it in your personal life or whatever Like I don't give a fuck Like if it Especially if it's people's time you're fucking with Like I had a conversation with one of my friends They're like you know what Waste my money They were like that's the highest form of disrespect Waste my money I can earn more money Someone can gift me more money I can, I can get more money If you waste my time there's no motherfucking refund for that You know what I mean That's one of the highest levels of disrespect Like all it would take for someone Not just him but anyone in general If you've made plans or said you're gonna do something If you don't fucking follow through And don't have the, the, the self-respect for your own fucking self To be someone that knows how to communicate And you go out and just let people down Then you're a fucking waste man you're a dickhead, bruv. And your your time deserves to be wasted by 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 the world. May the universe continue to waste your fucking time. And may you never, ever, ever, ever get it back. Cause it's out of order, man. Like, not every day. Be a prick. Not every day. Like, don't value other people. Like, if you really believe in karma, then that shit is gonna burn you. It's gonna burn you. Like third degree burns in the spiritual realm. <laughs> I hope that all the rice you eat in in the future is always s- sloppy. I hope it's rice pudding. I hope every bit of food that you get is unseasoned, just like your just like your communicational skills are unseasoned. You worthless, whatless pieces of shit. Like stop wasting people's time, you dickheads. Some of us have lives. We have things to do. Yes, it's pandemic, but shit, I've still got things on my checklist. I've still got things on the, on my checklist. Other people have things on their checklist. And for you to leave someone waiting around when they could be doing whatever they need else they needed to be doing in the day. I wanted to get in my fucking workout, Oma. I wanted to do nice things. Instead, I was here waiting. For all of you that that say to people, oh, you're going to call them at this time and then leave them waiting. All the people that say, oh, I'm going to meet you here, friends, whatever. I'm going to meet you here, let's go and do this. For all the time you've stood up someone on the date, you could all fuck off and you, all, you can all get the belt, you dickheads. Make everyone that you ever encounter Waste your time until all eternity and you learn how to, Until you learn how to correct your shit Dickheads Well the belt was short and sweet this week um, Yeah If you know anyone that has wasted your time Tell them to, they can get the belt Tell them to tune into this episode If you don't have a language to tell them <laughs> Well that's it um, I don't have any Well I did have questions this week but obviously they were aimed at our guest uh so i'm going to save those questions for next week and i feel like i think this episode's shorter i can't quite i can't see but um yeah it's nice to have like a a little short episode this week because last week was two hours for those of you that stuck through the whole thing wow i applaud you i love you thank you for hearing me chat rubbish for not all rubbish but you know thank you for hearing me talk for a long long time and yeah uh, please take the time to go to iTunes to rate and review the podcast. It really, really, really helps. And, you know, I'd love to hear from you. If you've got a question or an experience you want to share, please email the podcast at contact at getthebeltpod.com. That's contact at getthebeltpod.com. And feel free to share with us your melanin magnificence. And if you want to give the belt to someone or something, please share it because everyone deserves to get the belt at some point. Even me even me sometimes you know but we learn and we grow well thank you guys for listening to this week's episode i think that is it i don't have any news um that's it i hope you all have a good rest of the week if you're listening on the day that this episode drops on wednesday i hope you have a great wednesday i hope you take the word of the week through to the rest of your week and your lives and just you know take inventory of your baggage just make sure that what you've got is serving you and just doing nice things uh that is it for this week's episode i've been miles i hope you enjoyed uh when you're listening remember to share if you're listening through spotify if you on the bottom right you can like tip share and it says share to your instagram story share and let the people them know that you're listening to this dope podcast you know nice things uh yeah if you also want to support this podcast then please head over to paypal.me slash get the belt pod and feel free to contribute anything you can not not too much not too much you know uh in the words of t.s madison we like the shit that jingles but we love that shit that folds Well, guys, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we will see you next week. You have been listening to Get the Belt.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well?